Okay, hello, this is Kristen. Welcome back to the Landlocked Podcast. Today we are broadcasting from the comforts of our very own individual homes around Orange County. It is a strange, strange time indeed. And today, co-hosting with me is Katharina, Emily, and Zen. Hey. Hello. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> and hi since hi, and since short term we can't travel, we thought we would bring the flavors of travel to you. Today's podcast is a little like our food podcast from a few months back, but instead of focusing on foods, we're going to tell you about our favorite condiments from around the world, how we encountered them, and how to incorporate them in your meals. Anybody got a favorite as a teaser? Well, I, I think I have a kind of a common one, and the reason why I say it's common is like it's can be had pretty pretty easily, but mm-hmm. it's um it's something called HP sauce that I encountered when I was in the UK. Yeah, um, it's the brown sauce. Is that huh. what they call it? I mean, that's, all I've, it. that's all I've ever heard. It is like people will ask for brown sauce. Yeah, I've oh. also heard it as brown. sauce. I mean, it must still. be like yeah. the. I wonder if HP, it must be like ketchup, right? Ketchup, there's yeah. like... Yeah, you don't ask for Heinz. You just say, can yeah. I have ketchup, please? Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, exactly. I, I encountered it in, like, I was eating in a um, in a pub, and they ha- they didn't have anything. They had brown sauce. And so I tried it in my sausages, and um, I think somebody, something else. I forget what else. Bangers and mash. Yeah. Essentially, <laughs> I did have bangers and mash alongside yes. something. And I was like, oh, this is amazing. Where have you been my whole life? Mm-hmm. And so ever since then, I started buying it here in the United States whenever I could find it. Um, it's a little bit expensive at the grocery store. So I tried to find some specialty stores. Um, sometimes there's like a local Indian grocery store or something like that because, you know, Indian um, was part of the British colony. And I think that's right. why they get it cheaper. Mm-hmm. But I but- love it. Do you look for HP specifically or like, do we have our own kind of brown sauce as a different company in the U.S.? The closest thing I think is like an A1 sauce as far as flavor. Yeah. I don't think we really have a brown sauce. I mean, we have barbecue sauces and we have, I mean, what is A1? Is it like pretty thick sauce? Is the HP sauce pretty like liquidy or is it more like saucy? It's saucy. Like like a ketchup, I think. Yeah. It's thick. And it's it's a light it's kind of a medium brown color, mm-hmm. and it comes in the same kind of container, like a glass jar, roughly about the same size as um, like a one sauce. And they pe- mm. they kind of use it. They use it with sausages, and they use it with steaks. I think right or just sausages. I don't know. Everything. I, don't know. I feel like yeah, it's applicable okay. to everything. Yeah. Do you use it on fries or any? I mean, or I'm sorry, chips. As you <laughs> mentioned uh, before. Yes, yes, yes. But it's such okay. a weird brown well, sauce. Is such a you know, weird. So name. that's the first one. But before we go any further, uh, maybe we should do a sponsor break. Yeah, good idea. Okay, and then we'll come back and talk about the rest of these. Okay, sounds good. They're called goals for a reason. There's something to strive for. They require attention, and they need sweat and hard work to achieve. Do you have a career goal? At UCI Division of Continuing Education, we're here to help. With over 60 certificate programs available, we've helped over a quarter million students reach their goals, and we can help you reach yours too. Start today at ce.uci.edu. That's ce.uci.edu. So we're back talking about condiments and I kind of started out with the HP sauce, which is one of my favorites because it has that kind of 
anchovyish flavor, anchovy kind of sour vinegar. vinegar. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it kind of umami flavor. Um, what about you, you gals? <laughs> okay, this is too easy because everyone now knows it and is obsessed with it. But Nutella oh, is yes. I mean, yeah. I know it's not necessarily like a sauce, but that was mind blowing to me when I studied abroad in France. It was the first time I had it. It's chocolate hazelnut spread. And what was so interesting is that I think we like outside of France, most people get Nutella, but within France, there are a lot of competitor brands and you can get like the generic store brands that are just as good. So there were so many more options for getting it so cheap. Um, And it goes well on everything. (laughs) It's so good. It's just only a bummer if you're allergic to nuts because that's hazelnut. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, That's the only thing. Are you allergic to Catherine no, but my boyfriend is, so he will never yes. know the taste oh, no. of Nutella, which is very uh, sad. Yeah. Uh, but oh, it really does. It's a great But oh. at, at Target here, you can buy the Nutella with pretzels, like in a pouch. So you can oh, like, yeah. dip oh, the yeah. pretzel stick oh, in yeah. Nutella. It's pretty good, actually. Yes. So. Yeah, and that comes from yeah. Italy originally, I guess. Nutella? Nutella? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, not France. Right. I mean... What, what do you like to eat it on, Kristen? Oh, my God. Name it. But it used to be like we would get baguettes and yeah. eat it with Nutella. Or you you know, just you can spread it on anything. Or um, we would even, like, take ice cream and dip it. Yeah. Or just this was in our youthful college days where we didn't uh, – calories didn't count as much anymore. Yeah. I've put it on, like, or pancakes and yes. yes, crepes. Oh, crepes. Oh, yes. on crepes. Oh. Oh, so, yeah. did you guys hear about someone in France wanted to name their baby Nutella, and oh, then the no. French court stopped the parents from naming their baby? Europe girl has really Nutella. strict name laws. What? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, but it's the way it's been explained to me is it protects the child, so it's not further embarrassment later. And one of the biggest like red flags are names of companies. Yeah. So you can't name your kid Pepsi and Nutella. And like <laughs> yeah. So, so I'm glad the, that's in place, but that's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. So the court, the judge ordered that the child be named Ella instead. Oh, well, they Nutella. told him what they had to name it instead. Yeah. The, the first name was not, but middle yeah, name exactly. was Exactly. <laughs> that would have been the way around it. It's funny. Ah, uh, yes. Nutella is manufactured by the Italian company Ferrero, which I'm assuming is they make the Ferrero Rocher, yeah. the little yeah. hazelnut balls. Oh, that makes mm. sense. Very good. Yummy. Yes. You know what? I don't know if this is true, but at one point I had heard Nutella was made to kind of stretch the chocolate. Like people had like like a chocolate spread and to stretch it out, they added the um, the hazelnuts because it was too expensive or something like that. I don't know if that's hmm. true during wartime. I wonder um, if there's any legitimacy to that. Sorry, we're going like maybe way off topic, but talking about like wartime and stuff. Did you know Twinkies, <laughs> the original filling was banana? Yeah, what? really. No. And during wartime, there was a banana shortage, and so they had to change it. No wow. kidding. That I did not yes. know. Yes. <laughs> well, well, really off topic. I watched some documentary about the banana. <laughs> and it, it was actually pretty interesting. So I guess during the wartime, um, all the bananas are were made in Central America, and it's one breed of banana. So they modified yeah. it. And that one breed was like the tastiest banana. 
ever made, and we never actually got to try it because um, a fungus infected the banana trees, and it spread like wildfire. So they all died. So then they tried making new bananas, but they made some that tasted... That's coronavirus for you. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) So then they made other bananas that tasted really good too, but they weren't as pretty as like the yellow banana that we know. They're kind of like short and stubby, like kind of brownish green. So then mm-hmm. they're like, okay, well, people in in America wouldn't purchase it because it doesn't look aesthetically pleasing. Right. So they made it, um, again, like the long yellow, but the yeah. taste isn't as good anymore. Because ba- before the Paris or the fungus, they were a lot bigger, yellower bananas, and the taste yeah. is a lot smoother and sweeter. I totally the, believe it. It, it was so, um, so crazy. It was called the Gross Michelle Banana. Gross, mm-hmm. G-R-O-S, Michelle. And now we eat Cavendish, but apparently the Gross yeah. Michelle, all of them, they don't grow them from seeds. They actually just take root, roots and they will make another one. So genetically, they're identical. So once one got a fungus, they were all susceptible to fungus. Oh, no. But yeah. my friend was a, um, a flavor scientist and I, there was a rumor that, you know, like when you get the banana like the banana syrup and stuff like that, and it's mm-hmm. so banana-y? Yes. Banana-y? Yes. Is that's what a gross Michelle tastes like. Oh. Or like the banana runts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 those little tiny ones. But yeah, that's why those, the artificial flavor taste of banana-y is that that's what the gross Michelle tastes oh, like. Oh, that's so interesting. I don't know if uh, that's true. So, okay, yeah. we're still way off topic, but just to <laughs> add to that a little bit. So I'm a big fan of... <laughs> I'm a big fan of lemons and my husband, um, while we were dating, made a lemon tree and I would just rack up his lemons and they were huge and juicy and really good. Well, then um, when we moved in together, I had to start buying lemons at the grocery store, like a plebeian. And it was so like the lemon, like they're tiny and they look perfect, quote unquote. But I'm like, this is not what a real lemon looks like. They're like tiny and waxy. And it's just so mm-hmm. frustrating that in America, we're so against like these non-aesthetic looking produce things. Like, because in nature, they don't come out like that. Nope. We've really done a disservice to ourselves. That's <laughs> why we need to all move to Europe and go to the local produce stands. Yeah. Bring those back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So that was Nutella. <laughs> <laughs> and well, bananas other- go well with Nutella. And maybe yeah. some lemon juice. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> Throw it all in there. There you go. How about nice. you, Emily? Okay. So I'm going down the savory route. Oh, and We lost ooh. her. Oh, what? Oh, what? Really? Oh, She's here? Oh, I can't hear her. Okay. I'm here. Well, let your... Do you hear her? <laughs> I hear her. Yeah. No, I'll just let her. you... I'll assume that she's recording, so I'll let okay. her go. Cool. You guys... Okay. So I'm going down the savory route, and savory. I... Yes. So my condiment choice uh, first is hoisin sauce. Hoisin! Yes! <laughs> so Load that up in my pho. <laughs> exactly. I just had <laughs> oh, pho yeah, the other so day. Oh, good. Oh, um, yes, so good. So what hoisin sauce is, in case you didn't know, is a sweet and tangy and rich Chinese bean sauce, which is made from fermented oh. soybeans, garlic, sugar, and vinegar. Really? I, I did yeah, not I had no that. idea. Um, but so it's, it's so thick that it's almost a paste, um, Mm -hmm. but not quite. (laughs) Um, and it's primarily found with grilled and roasted meats. 
most famous, fame, oh my gosh, famously <laughs> as an accompaniment to Peking, Peking duck. I'm not sure how, is it Peking or Peking? Peking. 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 I don't know. Peking. I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, duck and mushu <laughs> pork. But of course, as we just said, you dip it mm-hmm. and you put it in your pho. But it's- and it's funny because the consistency is very similar to the sriracha that I also put in my pho. So it's usually yes. like the squeezing those both in. Good yeah, yeah. I didn't realize that it was a like bean sprout paste. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, soybeans, garlic, sugar, and vinegar. But I mean, my experience with it for the first time... Um, I don't know. <laughs> Anytime <laughs> I had food. And it was like pho. So, I mean, like, that was my first experience with it, I guess. But that's like, I grew up Same. on that. Um, why do I love it? Because it's delicious. Yeah. Um, obviously. <laughs> uh, but it's like so versatile. I mean, like, of course, it's delicious on pho. And that's like, I think, where most people have eaten it with. Uh, but like, this article that I'm reading says it's like you can dip it, your duck in it. If you mix it with peanut butter, um, that's a Whoa. really popular, it's a really popular um, dipping sauce for spring rolls. Um, oh. Yes. Huh. Poison sauce and peanut okay. butter together. Um, but yeah. And I'm, I mean, you could add it to anything you want. Like it's the savory version of Nutella. You know what I like about like hoisin? So whenever I get pho, you always kind of have a different ratio or mix of like hoisin and sriracha. So your broth, you never get the same broth every like pho yeah. that you get. Mm-hmm. So you can okay. always mix those That's levels true. and get a different um, Fun fact. I don't know if it's that fun, but a fact is that <laughs> uh, so with pho, what is actually like a good broth of pho is supposed to be like good by itself. So like if you just drink the broth mm-hmm. by itself and it's like, good like you don't have to add any condiments Tasty. to it like yeah yeah that's like a quality broth but i'm like not um, that bougie and i don't really like have that high of standards so i always, i will yeah. still just add i will it always add it. Like, <laughs> yeah. complete my pho. exactly yes. it's not complete without it it's like it's always missing exactly something. yeah wow so um, do you know like where it. that sauce is like most popular because i think of it as pho like, yes. like at a company's fest. So to me, I would think of it in like Vietnam, but you said it was a Chinese sauce. Yeah. So that's what was interesting to me too. I think it's probably just like a Southeast Asian, Asian mm-hmm. sauce that okay. I guess is just from a Chinese bean. So it, that's okay. maybe mm-hmm. originated from China. But yeah, I mean, in like in America, you can, can you find, I'm sure you could find it in like American supermarkets. I usually just get it at like a Vietnamese supermarket, but I, I'm pretty sure they have it. It would probably yeah. be in like the international yeah. aisle, maybe. But it's pretty yeah. accessible. It's a fairly yeah. popular condiment. So would, I would people be surprised. ever put that on sushi? Because you know some sushi rolls have like the ponzu sauce. I guess oh, that would be it's not typical, but I think okay. there's nothing against it. I mean, maybe sure. the Japanese people would kind of like not like that. But I mean, if it tastes good <laughs> to purist. you, yeah. yes. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there's people putting ketchup on their sushi. So yeah, what do? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Okay. Well, then I I will segue to ketchup. Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> As my condiment, so it's in Poland <laughs> they use ketchup. A lot, but it's not like our Heinz ketchup. Um, Polish ketchup, it has some starch in it, so it's a little bit thicker. It's not as oh. runny, but it's not tomato sauce either. It's an, And it's a little bit less savory in taste, maybe a little bit sweeter or milder. And what they use the ketchup for is on top of their pizza. 
So, Whoa. yeah, you order a pizza and then you put this ketchup sauce on top or um, like on a sandwich even, you put this ketchup on top. Um, and it's actually really good. It's not like our Heinz ketchup. That would not taste good. Is it but, called ketchup? Yeah, it's called ketchup. Oh, okay. It's just like a different take on different, it, Different, t- yeah, different take Recipe on it. Or yeah. yeah. So Heinz doesn't have starch. <sighs> And they have a higher ratio of tomato, I think. And then the Polish one has starch in it and less tomato. Huh. So, so what would yeah, you like in the consistency? And then I'll add one more con. There's what? I said, what would you like in the consistency to? Me? Yeah, I gone? can hear you now. Um, oh, okay. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, consistency... Like, is it like a hoisin? I mean, it's like, I, yeah, actually. Yeah. Is it that kind like of consistency? That? Exactly. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I would say, yeah. Because, and they don't squirt it out of bottles. It's in, like, glass jars. Ah, yeah. And you, um, yeah, I usually take a knife or a spoon and you put remember it on. When we, remember when we had um, Lee on earlier? And uh-huh. uh, she was mentioning that in Cuba, she was calling it, they put ketchup onto the pizzas as well. Oh, yeah. She was saying it's like, and it was like ketchup? She goes, I don't know. It's just some kind of tomato sauce, but I call it ketchup. And which I wonder if it's something similar. Probably. Right. Yeah. And then um, I'll, I'll share one more sauce with you guys because it kind of goes hand in hand. It's uh, garlic sauce that they use oh. hand in hand with the pizza. So you put it, you put mm. the tomato sauce or the tomato sauce, the ketchup on top of your pizza, and then you put like this white garlic sauce on top, and it's made from mayo, yogurt, and garlic. And it's also really good. Yeah. So they're very big on different sauces on top of their pizza. So, so do they use a, a base? Like, do they use like a mozzarella? Mozzarella. Um, Marinara. They marinara. <laughs> yeah, they use marinara, but it's not as heavy as we would put. Okay. But they do have marinara and then like the cheese on top and everything. But then these are kind of like dipping sauces or sauces you uh, put on top of the pizza. And it, it's so good. Pizza so. sounds really good right now. <laughs> I know, right? So oh. is that only like the are garlic we, and the... Uh, so do we have to, now do we circle back to me? Everyone went round one. Should we go round two? Sure. Yeah, but sure. hold on, because <laughs> Emily was asking a Sorry. clarifying question. No, yeah. that's okay. No, no, no. I was just uh, like, can are those garlic and quote unquote ketchup sauces? Is that only in Poland? So like, it's we cannot. It's can, mainly in Poland. You can okay. buy it here, but you would have to go to like a Polish deli or like Got a it. Russian deli that we have in Costa Mesa near Belinda to buy it. Okay, mm-hmm. nice. Yeah, so it's possible. Okay, Zen, we can circle. <laughs> circle back again so, now. Sorry, I, like you guys were having the same problem that we had before when you guys couldn't hear me. Like right now, I'm having a hard time hearing you, Emily. So if oh, no. if I interrupt, I'm sorry. Darn um, this quarantine. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with, have you guys ever tried um, uh, sesame chili oil? No, so, no. I don't I think feel so. like I have, but okay. I'm not sure. Maybe not. Probably so not. So, if you go to a Japanese grocery store or a Japanese restaurant, um, lots of times you'll see it with things like shabu shabu. And what they do is they take sesame oil 
and they boil it with a bunch of spices. But the primary spice that they boil it in uh, with is they boil um, chili peppers into it. Mm. So you get two flavors. You get the chili. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. You get the sesame seed oil flavor, which is great for umami flavor. So and then the second part is you get the heat. Um, so this stuff is amazing. Usually I, I encountered it in Japanese, um, when I was eating, um, shabu shabu, um, it's something that you would add to the sauces and such like that to give it some flavor and heat. But I like to use it on lots of things like anywhere that you want heat, throw it in there. Um, I like putting it in like American chili. Um, for the heat so it gives that really savory flavor on top of the beef um i also like using it for um uh, uh almost anything actually but you can make it yourself if you take some chili oil i mean if you take sesame oil and you stick it on the stove and don't quite get it to a boil but like a low simmer throw some chili peppers in it and i usually just use this type of chili peppers you get on pizza you know like out of the Mm. shaker you can use that stuff, uh-huh. let boil, it will, you'll see, not boil, but um, simmer, and you'll see the color come out of the chilies really? into the oil, it'll get a little red color, and man, yeah. that stuff is good, and you just wow. take a couple drops of it on whatever you want to um, flavor, and it just changes the flavor. Nice. So is this what, is this one of the sauces they'll give you at, like, Korean barbecue? They give you, like, the little tray yeah, of the different oils and sauces, too. and that's what it sounds like to me. I'm thinking you the one that you're talking about may be gogi sauce. But it has well, like oil. It's just it's sesame oil. oil oh and yeah, salt. yeah, yeah. I think that one is where they boil it and they may keep the pepper flakes in the oil. I usually sieve out the red pepper flakes. So when you uh, see it in the Japanese, it's always um just like a clear red oil. Okay. Well it sounds delicious. Hmm. Yeah, so good. I'll make some. The next time I make some, I'll I'll, I'll bring it in. <laughs> yes, and next please. time I see you guys it. ever, if I ever see you guys ever again, who knows how long this is going to be? <laughs> I know. Jeez. Um, but we won't dwell on that. Yes. So I is this supposed to be sauces or like condiments? Condiments. <laughs> it could be both. I think. Because <laughs> I kind of had. So I have tried Vegemite, um, uh-huh. which we tried when we were in New Zealand, just to say that we tried it. It's obviously really huge for like Australians who would have like Vegemite sandwiches and stuff. So I don't know if you guys have had it, but it's a very dense, salty spread. And it's not oh. that it was bad, but it was always so weird to me because it's so salty. I don't understand why you would make a sandwich. I didn't it know it was salty. Yeah. It's very salty. What's it made um, of, um, I guess a lot of vegetables because it's called Vegemite. <laughs> not really? really sure. No, it's, but Vegemite is like Marmite, right? I don't know. <laughs> okay, I don't so even know what that is. Vegemite is the Australian version of it because I actually had Marmite. Okay. And, and Marmite is like yeast and salt. That's crazy. And, yeah, um, this is leftover brewer's yeast extract with various vegetables and spice additives. Okay, so it's the Australian version of it. Yes. But, yes, yes, yes. And it's dark and brown. Yeah. Yeah, it's like sl- mm-hmm. kind of slimy and yeah. almost like peanut butter in texture. Mm-hmm. like that, But gritty. Weird. Not as creamy, yeah. 
I didn't what realize do you like it to was... eat it on though. Yeah. Oh, I've never yeah. really eaten it. We just bought a <laughs> jar in New Zealand just to try it. That was it. And we were like, oh, that's nice. Okay, bye. <laughs> it does not look good. But I mean, some I've, Australians, they grow up on it. And they yeah, it I've seen it. people spread it on so their bread. So my understanding is the way they typically eat it is you take a piece of bread, yes. you toast <laughs> it, you put butter on it, and then you spread a thin layer of marmite. Well, I don't know about Vegemite, but I'm assuming they're eating the same way. It's like you put a thin layer of that stuff onto your buttered bread, and mm. that's the way people eat it. I don't know how uh, else you would eat it, though. Yeah, that's all I know, I've ever heard. Um, so Tom Hanks was in New Zealand or Australia? I don't remember. I think Australia. 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 Yeah. And then he bought, like, the Vegemite, and he posted a picture of, like, the kangaroo Austrian flag and then Vegemite and then he had to- oh. p- two pieces of toast of Vegemite and then people were commenting and telling him, oh no, you put way too much. You're supposed to do a very thin layer. That is good to know. <laughs> so thin layer only. Okay. So, oh, man. Sorry. So like, um, since I don't really count that one, since I can't say anything about it, <laughs> when we were in Belize Every, every single table had jars and jars of Marie Sharp's hot sauce. Um, I think huh. the like fac- factory, you know, it's like based in Belize or whatever. And there was different like flavors of the hot sauce. It was really good. It's like a really like, it was like a thin kind of watery hot sauce, but very flavorful. Um, and we were so in love with it that we bought like all these jars to bring home only to find it in like every grocery store in America. When we got back, we were like, Oh, oh no it's way. always been here. We just no didn't way. see What is it called again? Marie Sharps. Okay. I want to see an image of it. Marie. Yeah. Maybe you would Marie. recognize it, but it was very flavorful, very good. And they apparently like lived by it. I did the same thing with, um, mustard when i was in france it's like i don't eat a lot of mustard and it's like what's the best mustard to get and it was i forget what brand it is so i dijon it started <laughs> it was no it started with like an m male or something like that and so it's like oh i'll get one of these things and i came back and it's like went to my local grocery store and realized oh my god it's it's everywhere, everywhere. In every grocery store yeah oh my gosh basically I'm trying to look yeah. it up. Okay. I, I can't I find like my... I don't know how to if spell you... it. <laughs> Marie, M-A-R-I-E, and then Sharp, S-H-A-R-P, and Google it, not okay. Wikipedia. Marie okay. Sharp hot sauce, and it comes up. It looks really familiar to me, but that's because I see it in my fridge every day. <laughs> so maybe you guys can so tell what me. You it looks familiar, but I don't know. Why. What did you say, Katharina? What do you use the sauce for? Do you put it on like chicken or something? We, or what? We're big hot sauce. We put on everything. We put it on our eggs and our burritos and on our like mashed potatoes. Like I'll put it in oh, wow. everything. Nice. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Yes. Yeah, and they have like a lot of different like flavors for it as well. So um, nice. they do like some green versions like tomatillo and um, super hot sauce ones and Belizean mm. heat. What they call it habanero pepper sauce. Mm, yes, and sustainably farmed products from Belize. Nice. Yes. I would have never thought. Cool. Yeah. Nice. So I recommend when you're in Belize or at your local grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> to go get some. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Mm. 
Uh, well, Emily, your turn, I oh, think. Oh, it's back to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I yeah. don't know what this is called, but it's the popcorn chicken, like the sauce that you dip popcorn chicken in. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. like a sweet and sour kind of like chili sauce or something like that, but it's delicious. And they serve it at like every boba shop where you buy popcorn chicken <laughs> oh. from. Yes. At boba shops? Yeah, like when you Say get what? boba, when you get boba, you get popcorn chicken as like your oh, snack. And then I didn't know that. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Next time you get boba when you're allowed to go outside. Yes. Get boba again. <laughs> right. uh, yeah. It's just like the it's a very generic I have no idea what it's called. But it's the sauce that you dip your popcorn chicken in and it's delicious. I don't really know I'm what else you I guess you could dip like maybe spring rolls in it or something like that. It's like um the consistency's kind of gelatiny in a way, oh. but like is it, smooth. Is it distinct from like a sweet and sour sauce? Like you wouldn't just take any sweet and sour sauce like right. you can tell it's, it's its own for yes, like the popcorn yes. shrimp. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Well, you'll need to like Figure out the brands and get back <laughs> I know, to us. I know. <laughs> I want to know this. I feel like anything works. I will figure this out. As Would you put it on anything <laughs> else? Or is it really just for popcorn shrimp? I feel like it could work with any sort of like fried food. Yeah, like yeah, fried yeah. fried dipping mm-hmm. food. All right. Nice. Yeah. Um, so is that, sorry, because it's like boba, <laughs> does that mean it's like a Taiwanese? Sauce? I think or it might be. Honestly, is Boba Taiwanese? Yeah. yeah probably. Yeah. It's from Taiwan. Okay. I don't know. Okay, <laughs> it's okay. like a, I don't know. I just looked up popcorn American chicken food. sauce and then a bunch of different sauces. Came <laughs> up, and they're not the ones I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Hmm. Okay. okay. My turn. Okay, One more for you guys. Just randomly, I was Googling like other sauces. And on the yes. topic of bananas and ketchup, there's actually a banana ketchup. Yeah, what? by the Bahamas, right? <laughs> well, here it's saying it's uh, um, it's Filipino. Oh, okay. But well, maybe Bahamas okay. too. Uh, where I'm reading it, yeah, it says Filipinos. It's a they use it for their spaghetti, and it's a tropical sauce made from bananas and sweetener, Whoa. sweeter than your average ketchup. And they put it on their sandwiches as well. So, yeah. So, lots of differences that in ketchup around bomb. the world. I used to put it on um, hot dogs. Oh, you've had it? Really? Yeah. So, it would be pretty sweet. Can then. you find it here? Yeah. yeah. I have no um, idea. Maybe in, like, specialty. Zen? We lost yeah, if, Zen? Oh, no, sorry. Um, if you're in Cincinnati, Ohio. Um, <laughs> yes. I, I know. This is... And I, th- there's a very famous grocery store out there, and I, I used to call it, I think it's like Trader Sam's or something like that, like Trader Joe's or something like that. Okay. And this guy um, used to own a farm or something like that, and he started opening up a grocery store, and it got to the be got to a point where I think his grocery store was the size of one acre. Wow. And wow. And what he did was he had areas. He actually had multiple international. Uh, grocery stores 
all within his grocery store. Whoa. And he had one manager. So, like, he would have one manager in charge of the Chinese aisle. And it would be just Chinese food run by, like, a Chinese manager. And you could get really good Chinese, all the condiments. You can get all the things. All those types of things. So they would have a Jamaican aisle, you know, and he might dedicate a full aisle to it. And there would be one guy in charge of the Oh, Jamaican my gosh, aisle. Ben, I was there. What? Yeah. I was there. Why did you go to Ohio? Um, I totally forgot, but I have a friend who actually lives there. She used to live in North Carolina, and then she moved to Cincinnati, and I visited her. I visited her once a long time ago, and she took me to this like big global supermarket yeah with like it's massive. called jungle gyms yeah jungle gyms nice. jungle gyms yeah and, oh, i and, like it and the oh, funny thing so about funny. jungle gyms is he must have bought out like all the chuck e cheeses that closed because like at the oh. end of like every third or fourth aisle he had the, all the animatronics oh and he would just <laughs> randomly start up yeah that's <laughs> creepy oh my gosh yeah no i was there that's so funny well, that sounds really cool they should really yeah. market that more. That actually would make me want to go to Cincinnati than most other things. Right, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. the guy was crazy because he would run around on uh, roller skates and such. So he like, yeah. he'd go around the whole... Because it was so big, he would roller skate around the whole place. And I heard after I left in um, 2000 from the area... He actually bought like a monorail because he was—he's actually slowly. He was turning it his thing into a theme park. So the main grocery store, he was building a monorail because he was going to build the monorail so you could go to the farmers market. Oh, so he's going to have a fresh produce area for farmers, and then he's then you go to the international park, and then when you go there, it looked like um like a. Like a bad jungle theme restaurant, you know? Yeah, so like almost like Rainforest Cafe. Nice. Yeah, yeah nice. it looks like Rainforest yeah. Cafe. Which yeah. I don't think is doing so hot. <laughs> I don't think there's any left. Maybe the one in Disneyland, but I Downtown don't know Disney, if that's yeah. still there. Yeah. No, that one. Either. Did it leave? I think it, oh, no. it closed. Oh, oh yeah. Well, we weren't giving it business. So So if you're ever in Cincinnati, Ohio, you got to go to uh, Jungle Gyms. Noted. Very cool. I love that name. It sounds like it would have (laughs) all the sauces we've talked about today. (laughs) It does. It would. Yeah, it it would. Yeah, Yeah. That's really cool. Pretty cool. All right. Who's Uh, I think we wrap, or unless anyone has anything else. I mean, I have one more, I guess. Yeah. It's another yeah, Polish like one. But you can buy it here. It's a horseradish sauce mixed mm. with beets. <laughs> Whoa. What? <It's> yeah. <laughs> with beets. beets. Yeah. So it's a huh. purple horseradish. And so, it's actually okay. pretty good. It's not as, like, strong just as, like, pure horseradish. But the beets kind of make it more subtle. So you can like have it on the side with like potatoes or like chicken or something and add it on on top. But horseradish is super spicy and beets yes. are actually kind of sweet. Uh-huh. So it's like so, a really good combo because oh, it's not okay. too overpowering. Like it's kind of milder. Other. Yeah, it's milder oh. and it's in a paste form and you can just okay. kind of spread it on and what's potatoes it called? and meat. Um, well, it's just horseradish with beets. I don't. All right. There's no specific brand, but okay. yeah. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. So. Huh. That is a new good. one. Right. It's like it's yeah. like a 
um, what is it? It's called like a godfather when you're drinking. A godfather is a combination <laughs> of amaretto and uh, scotch. Really? The, oh. Well, the amaretto is overly sweet, right? And the scotch is all right. overly harsh. So the the amaretto will take the edge off the scotch, mm-hmm. but the harshness of the scotch will take the sweetness off the amaretto. And when you drink mm. it as a combination, it's like, oh, this is really, really smooth and surprisingly good, considering both are such harsh um, for, you know, whether it's overly sweet or overly, you know, I don't know how to say harsh. So, yeah. anyways, it's an interesting combination. Nice. The Godfather. Go and try me that sometime. <laughs> All, right. All right. So we have learned many things, uh, <laughs> many sauces or yeah. condiments, I guess. Um, and Jungle Gyms, that's like, I want to go there now. And I love that name. I know. Yeah. So okay. <laughs> uh, but I hope you found some delicious new condiments that you can try once this once we can go outside again, or maybe you can find it and get it delivered you to your house. the grocery store and oh, that's true. Take a trip with yes. in your <laughs> true. Oh man, you guys! I um, went to the grocery store today. It was very interesting. Was it? Everyone it was really. Not. So okay, super off topic again, but what's going on right now? So I went to Trader Joe's, and um, everyone had to stand outside of the store because they're limiting the number of people inside the store oh, yeah. and you have to stand outside six feet apart and then what I did is I wore um like a hoodie to cover my hair so like nothing like goes in my hair and I had a mask and full-on gloves nice so I, nice. <laughs> it was very interesting. yeah I know I've been thinking there's about other people in masks too tomorrow. which I was happy all right yeah. well so um the adventures of COVID-19 <laughs> grocery (laughs) yes okay so that's our podcast for today we hope that you found it as amusing as we did um and before we leave we want to give a big thank you to our sponsor university of california irvine division of continuing education which offers only the best continuing professional education like their e-learning instructional design certificate if you need a career boost or you're looking for a new profession, check them out at ce.uci.edu. Thanks again for tuning in. Bye. Oh, wait, wait. Oh, it's my last no. podcast. Come back. Oh. Don't say bye yet. <laughs> then. Oh, my God. We need to talk about how this might be Katharina's last podcast. This is my last podcast. Well, you just said you won't leave. You're going to hang well, out, I'll right? Well, I'll well, I'm going to hang out, but my hours are going to be late at night, so I doubt anyone's going to want a podcast. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, That's I mean, unless reason. you guys want to, but I'll be working, like, after 6 p.m. Well, wow. you want to tell everyone what you're doing? Because, you know, this is really – this is heartbreaking for me because Katharina and I – You made, started this. Yes, we, yeah. just, we created this podcast, and we spent months trying to figure out – trying to figure out what kind of podcast this was going to be. And it was so much fun to actually see it come alive and then, you know, see the different people coming in and out. But I never thought that either one of us would, I'm going to drop out next. Kristen, this is your podcast. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Katharina, you want to tell people what you're going to be doing? Sure. Um, so I am going to move up to San Francisco 
I just have no idea when. Uh, right now, I'm still in Orange County with everything going on. I'm not. Um, they're all shelter in place up in San Francisco. So waiting until that gets settled. But I'll be a marketing manager for Charles Schwab up in San Francisco. Congratulations. So, thank you. Thank you. <sighs> well, are so, they going to have a podcast for you to be on? Right? A oh. travel podcast? Mm-hmm. I know, right? But, I mean, I have the mic and everything. So who knows? <laughs> maybe we'll do, like, random podcasts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Guest appearance on the lunch break or something. I don't know. Well, we're definitely going to miss Listen. you and all of your horror stories. I know. <laughs> um, well, I'll probably have a ton more now that I'm going to be moving up there. New adventures. <laughs> <That's really> true. <laughs> New adventures of how I'm going to be taking the bus to work every day or oh, whatnot. Oh, no. So, yeah. So, I'll, I'll have some stories to share with you guys for sure. So, I'll have to do a special podcast sometime in the next few months. You're going to come back, right? You're going to do this again in the future with us, right? Yeah. The well, the podcast, yes. yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> yes. I will still do the podcast. Not as often, but once in a while. Yeah. Yeah. But it was really fun doing this podcast. It was great sharing stories and hearing new stories. And hopefully you all enjoyed hearing my crazy stories. Well, I did. It's just like, what what crazy thing are you going to come up with this week? I know, right? right? I'm stuck at home, so not much going on. But, yeah. I'll have some stories in the near future to share. Yeah. Well, we will miss you, and we thank you for your years of service. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Okay, well. Then goodbye, everyone goodbye. out there listening. Thanks for listening to Matt's stories. <laughs> we don't even have our sound effects machine to do like a wah I know. I was thinking about too. Or some applause, you know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I'll give it to you virtually. Thank you. Uh, okay. All right. Well, that's All right. it. Thank you. Bye, yeah, everyone. thank you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>